to the Splash of Sass podcast. I am your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show because we love Jeff and I know that he does not give a fuck and hates to hear this shit, but does anybody else miss the days when they recorded at his actual house during COVID? And it was like truly just Trumpville City. And let's be clear, I listened to Jeff in a house, in a mouse, in a box with a fox. Like I'd listen however... But yesterday's show just had such good energy and it just reminded me of like the fun days back at the house. So anyways, we started the 420 show with Tracy Tudor and Megan Weaver. It would have been so much more fun if they all took um, some of Tamara's THC gummies. Also, I know that I said that I love Teddy and Tamara on the show, but I also forgot to mention that it turns into a fucking entire QVC ad sometimes, especially uh, Leah Black, same thing. And I know Jeff, I know like he's just promoting his friends and I'm sure they give him a ton of free shit and products. So like, of course you want to promote it, but I never fast forward more than when Tamara or Leah are on because it feels like a entire QVC episode, which Jay Jameson probably loves because we all know he loves watching people try to sell shit. So he probably gets his rocks off. Ew, what's that called? I don't know. Okay, so anyways, we start the show with some light traffic talk. Jeff asked Tracy what podcast she listens to, and I'm sure it was a mistake on her end that she just forgot to mention Splash of Sass podcast, but... That's okay. Um, all is forgiven. All's forgiven. So Tracy's intern Trey was there. Okay, talk about these tongue twisters. Tracy's intern Trey. Tracy and Trey. Uh, I kind of like those names together. But I think that's what added to the energy of the show yesterday because Trey seems like he's young and cute, and we know that that bodes extremely well in the Jeff Lewis Live studio. Unlike not texting for over six hours. Paige Davis let us know that does not bode well. I just love the way she kept saying bode well. Yeah, I just love it. Okay, so moving on. Tracy's intern Trey was there and they let us know that he used to get paid when there was a bunch of interns there, but then she was spending too much money on them. So she whittled down to just Trey because he was a standout and got rid of the other ones and then stopped paying Trey. And just gave him college credit instead, which obviously, okay, first I love that Jeff called out Tracy to advocate on Trey's behalf to get paid even a little bit. Like, even if it's just gas, like Jeff gets it, you know, like he gets that college credit is totally valid and whatever, but like. Tracy, you got, you got plenty in the bank. Like this kid, he's hustling. He's trying like give him a fucking shell Sonico $50 gas card every week or something, you know, but again, obviously Trey, most importantly, Trey is clearly okay with whatever arrangement and deal they had. He's going to make a shit ton of money right out of college more than I'll ever know. So good for you, Trey, you deserve it. And also, it's so funny because we learned that Shane, oh, Shane, oh my gosh, I forgot to even say that you were there, Shane, in the episode, and Shane Douglas. So Shane got a raise on Saturday. 
And then literally on Monday was already slipping at work, which is actually just hilarious. And clearly Shane is one of Jeff's favorite employees ever. Like, I don't care if he wants to say no. It's so obvious. Like they just have such good energy together. And it's just a tiny infraction on Shane's behalf. You know, like clearly he didn't get to where he is by being a lazy daisy this whole time. So it's just hilarious that of course, like that's just the way life works, you know, like of fucking course, two days after you get a raise, you had one of those nights that might be happening too often. But again, we, he's young, he's cute. He's having fun. All right, peeps. Just stay safe, Shane. Oh my gosh, another tongue twister. Stay safe, Shane. Stay safe, Shane. Ew, okay. But Shane is definitely here to stay. And it's so funny because they talk about the job titles again that if you don't remember, all of Jeff Lewis employees decided that they wanted to upgrade their job titles, which again, it's just genuinely hilarious because it is the dumb shit like that that actually matters. Like, I agree. I hate my job title now. If I could do that and not get, I would, I would do that. I would do that. And I feel like Jeff absolutely beat the system with this whole job title thing without even meaning to like, this was totally his employees ideas. They want stronger titles at work without needing to be paid more, which in turn makes them feel more empowered and motivated to start stepping up. And I know that that doesn't line up with how Shane maybe went out a little too hard right after he got a raise, but that's the point. That's the point. The other employees didn't even need the raise. They just needed the job title and then they step up and then Jeff went too far by giving Shane more money and then it all went to shit. No, I'm just kidding. Please keep paying Shane a ton of money and keep him around forever. But I would like to say, Jeff, that I'm over the late night drink I'm just in a different because I'm older. And of course, I don't ever want to come in between you and your son. But if you ever need additional, additional help, and I can be an executive assistant, like I don't give a fuck about job titles. Yes, I do. But I, I will like trick you and I'll start and like pretend to be perfect. And then I will slowly be like a monster. Like I need a job title too. Where's my BMW? Um, but I can be reached at splashesasspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Love you. Okay, so Shane gets a hinge like from someone practicing ethical monogamy, but he didn't just say ethical monogamy. He gave Shane this huge spiel. Give Shane a spiel. Okay, I'll stop. I promise. Well, I probably won't. But um, so it's a callback to Doug's situation a couple days ago where he was he's talking to this guy who said that he's lightly dating somebody. And that was like the least wordy way to say what Shane's guy gave this huge spiel about. It's like, either way, you're just lightly, you're in an entanglement. Okay. You're entangled with others. So let's leave it at that. But also I just want to say that I think that Doug's date told him that he's lightly dating somebody because I think he's interested in hanging out with Doug without the promise of it being too serious. Like I know there's an age gap and, um, physical appearance gap allegedly I don't know Doug's adorable but to say that you're lightly dating somebody it gives you such a good out at any point to be like actually I'm so sorry I'm gonna date that person harder now like we're not going light anymore we're going hard and real hard and Doug can't get mad because he was warned in the first place about this light dating so 
it's just perfect. And even if this guy isn't going to go hard and date that other guy, he, and he just wants an out with Doug, like it's just perfect. It's just perfect. So I think I'm going to always from now on be like, I'm lightly dating others. And then when, after, if they don't pay for my first meal, because we all know, I don't know why I'm obsessed with that. I need to drop it. I need to drop it. But I think the lightly dating thing was a mental manipulation. <laughs> I'm kind of here for it. Call it like I see it. And I'm not sorry. But so Shane getting this request for somebody like this happens so often. Let me tell you guys, I get guys on hinge all the time looking for multiple girlfriends, looking for threesomes with their current girlfriend, looking for orgies. I've been in real life, um, propositioned for threesomes, for thruples, for orgies. Even I just talked about on yesterday's episode, going to Miami, we went to a party and I met these other random people there. And one of them keeps texting me and inviting me to a, tantric dinner, a naked tantric dinner party in Miami. And I haven't said no yet. All right. I haven't said no yet. I haven't decided. I haven't decided. I keep getting the, they they do a monthly, they do monthly naked dinners in Miami apparently. So I will keep you posted on how May goes. Moving on in Jeff Lewis, we played the age gap game because again, they're listening and they know how much I love games, but so we're guessing like age gap and then talking about how old people are. That's fine. Whatever. I hate when people ask you to guess their age. Like there's nothing worse than somebody right in front of you. Like, how old do you think I look? How old do you think I am? How the fuck am I supposed to win this next sentence? Like I'm either going to be honest and I'm going to be wrong and guess that you're much older than you probably are, or I'm lying. And it's clear that I'm like, People don't want the truth. And I just want to tell people the truth. That's why I have this podcast, you guys. It's like my little safe space where I can just be an absolute motherfucking menace. And I hope that you still love me at the end of it because it's all out of love. I just have a little rage as well. (laughs) Okay. So what I did love in this song or in this game is the song. I'm guessing it was Jameson, but he picked the background music. The song was I Love You Always Forever by Donna Lewis. Genuinely in my top 10 absolute motherfucking favorite songs. Like I am again with OCD. I become obsessed with shit. And we talked about Regina Spector, the folding chair song. Please listen. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. So anyways, um, with these songs, when I was little, <laughs> I just remember I went to Florida with my cousins and I was obsessed with Cindy Lauper, um, you with the sad eyes. And so that song, I would just play it again and again on loop. Like I'm talking over, over 200 times sitting by the pool as like an 11 year old. And I'm just like, you with the sad eyes eating like a giant spongebob ice cream as it dribbles all over my fluffy child body okay so moving on actually to appearances and ages and all of that they ended with talking about how bridget fonda looks because this became a big news article i guess she was an actress and she hasn't been spotted since she was a young heartthrob and now i guess you could say a little on the frumpier side And they all react in shock to it because they're like, no matter what, like you can at least keep up a little bit, you know, you don't have to let yourself slide that much. But like, 
I love people like that. I love people that let themselves slide like that because first of all, when I first saw that picture, I read the New York Post before I listened to Jeff Lewis Live because I clearly love hard-hitting journalism. And so I saw this picture before they talked about it. And my first reaction was she looks the same to me. Like, I think I have um, what Leo Cap was it Leo or Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, who like face dysplasia where he just can't re- like doesn't see too many differences between faces, which I like, okay, then can I date you, Brad? So uh, you don't have to see the rosacea that I've been talking about that appears when I'm a naked mole rat and have, no makeup on just like Bridget Fonda wears on the daily. And I love having no makeup on and she gets to be free. You guys, she just gets to be fucking free. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck about what she's eating. Clearly. She doesn't give a fuck about what she's wearing. She doesn't give a fuck about brushing her hair. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful on her. I fucking love it. I am so here for it. I'm here. I just, I think honestly that everyone's jealous. I think they're jealous that we still have to pretend like, okay, if I just put on this one more whitening strip or if I go for one more gay walk or if I do one more of this, like, I'll finally be a model. And it's like, no, babe. Literally, give that to the 1%. 1% of people can be models. The rest of us, just enjoy however fluffy, however frumpy you want to be. Be your fluffy, fruity, fluffy self. Okay, so super quick, during the episode, they talked about food, some restaurant, and they were talking about a dip duo, guac and cheese, hot chips. I just want to mention that I could listen to people describe food forever. Like, I love when they talk about food. I just love food. Moving on to both, I don't know why I just really needed to throw that in there. Maybe it's like a plea, like, please just keep talking about food as much as you can. I also, I have so many ideas for Jeff. Jeff, call me, call me. For a, a plethora of reasons. Okay, so both Jeff and his dad are banned from the Venetian for two completely different reasons, which honestly in itself, again, is just motherfucking hilarious. Hilarious. There could totally be a scripted series about Jeff's life on HBO or something. Like it would be a crossover of succession and curb your enthusiasm. Oh my God. Wait, I genuinely think there's something there. You guys, I took a screenwriting class from the New York Film Academy. So Jeff, again, I'm willing to work with you in whatever capacity under whatever title you want. Splash podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Cause this shit, I love, like you can't script that. That's hilarious. Jeff got kicked out from um, talking about prostitutes. <laughs> and again, totally different reasons, both fucking hilarious. Talking about prostitutes live on air at the Venetian and uh, allegedly whatever. And his dad got banned for allegedly counting (laughs) I love this family so much it's fucking hilarious and then Tracy Tracy babe you're going to be added now to the no-fly list at the Venetian because her reply was something along the lines of well no one wants to stay at the Venetian like no as if they wouldn't be super offended by that as well and it sounds like the Venetian's a little vindictive the vindictanetian So I'll probably be on the no-fly list too after this, but that's okay because tomorrow's Dr. Donna and Mercedes Javid and just having dinner with the guests the night before. And I fucking love when that happens, which I know he does it a lot. So, but I just, I love it because it just adds so much more fun. Like, yeah, we, again, we want to hear, I want to hear what you drank. I want to hear what you ate. I just want to hear what you talked about. And we all just want to be in a little chump haze. 
Oh, and then wicked quick, Tracy's boyfriend, her current boyfriend, wants to name his kids Chip, Boone, and Dale. Oh my God, we know I love names. I'm that's amazing. I want to name my next set of cats Chip, Boone, and Dale. And I love how Shane's like Chip and Dale, <laughs> like Chipmunks, Chipmunks, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Theodore, Theodore. He that's my fucking favorite name ever. Little Chipmunk. I love Chipmunks. Oh, sorry. Okay, I think one of my cats is like half Chipmunk. They have the same coloring. But anyway, Tracy talked about leasing with the option to buy with relationships, and I love it. I love it. I want brother husbands. I decided. I just. I. But again, they can't date other people. They can only. I just want a bunch of boyfriends <laughs> that all love me, and they can't date anybody else. They just all love me. So I clearly have a lot to talk about with my therapist. Jeff is having his therapist live on air for the next show that I will be recapping. I can't wait. We will be back tomorrow. Listen to Splash of Sass podcast. Tell your friends about it. And I love you guys so much. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash Hey